Kentucky Roll Call podcasts are brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. Do you cheer for a team without a head coach? Is prayer the only way you'll hear your team's name on Selection Sunday? You might be suffering from depression, anxiety, or what we like to call March Sadness. Have no fear, Cornbread Hemp is here. Cornbread Hemp's organic, full-spectrum CBD products have just what you need to relieve everyday anxiety. Try our Extra Strength Gummies today. Use the promo code BIGX at checkout and get 30% off your purchase at cornbreadhemp.com. Don't wait to beat the buzzard. Try Cornbread Hemp today. Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, cats. The cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's going to throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. Rubbish! There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable, what an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome into Kentucky Roll Call. It's Friday, March 11th. The madness Roll is here. Call. I am Nick Roush with Bustin' Justin Kalen, the Scooter Dingus on Conference Tournament Friday. Woo. Here on the Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. And Justin... Before we dive into all the conference tournament action, on top of the basketball, I know today's going to be a good day. And it's because we've reached a part of the year. This is a special part of the year. I think it's going to – might even put a tear in your eye. Uh, we're starting – It won't. We're, we're starting the radio show with sunlight. Weird. We're back. Really weird. Yeah, I, I, I love it. You got – You've also got the time change on Sunday, so next week we're really going to be starting the show with sunshine. Wait, we're springing forward? Yeah, on Sunday. Oh, wow. Pretty crazy, right? Yeah. Are are we sure it's actually Sunday? Uh, We put signs all around our hotel, so it better be. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is a – that's something that you don't really have to worry about as much anymore because – what what clock doesn't change itself? Like the clock on the microwave and maybe the clock yeah. in your car? Yeah, and there's there's an alarm in the rooms at the hotel as well that doesn't that don't change. But yeah, I mean your phone automatically changes, so everyone should be okay with it. How how annoying is how, like when you stay in a hotel room and some dingus not not a scooter dingus, but just some moron that stayed in your room the time before set an alarm with the clock radio and didn't turn it off. You know, I've never heard of that happening, but I'm sure it has. Really? I've never happened to you. No, I've never gotten that complaint. 
or had it happened to me? No. Man, it happens to me kind of frequently. The trip to Orlando. Woke up at like 5.30 a.m. one day because somebody had set their clock radio alarm. Well, I am staying in a hotel tonight, Roush, so thanks for the advice. I will look into that first thing. Are are you staying at your hotel? I am not. No, I have got to go to Washington, Indiana for regional basketball tomorrow. And we just just decided it would probably be easier to just stay up there tonight as opposed to making a a two-and-a-half-hour drive in the morning. Oh, uh, what, what is the game? So it's an early tip-off Saturday. Yeah, I think the first game's at 10 a.m. maybe. And then you got oh, the second wow. game second game at noon. And if the team we're covering wins the first game, they'll play at 7.30 tomorrow night. So are we going to get a little Friday night? Uh, Justin goes out on the town in Washington, Indiana. We are definitely going to go have a nice dinner if such a thing exists in Washington, Indiana. I have not looked at the options yet. Uh, You know, that Washington, Indiana. (laughs) You know, it's funny because we're staying in a hotel, and I told my broadcasting partner, I was like, "This has to be the only hotel in Washington, Indiana. It's not a big town." Well. I mean, you at least have some some basketball to watch. Like, yeah. you, maybe there's a local watering hole that you know you can. You oh, can, we'll find the watering hole. They serve platinums there, though. We will find the watering hole. Don't you worry, buddy. Let's see. Oh, there's a McDonald's there. Um, <laughs> Not be going to McDonald's. You, you don't like the old, old Mickey D's. <laughs> Not when I'm somewhere um, new. Um. Ooh, Jimbo's Pizza and Wings. That sounds like a great hey, place to that watch. That sounds basketball. like a winner, actually. Yeah. Or Ace's Restaurant and Bar. You got two choices. There we That's, go. Wow. What a night. I like it. What a night. Bustin' Kalen going to burn down the town. I thought you were going to say that you were driving up to Indy to watch your Hoosiers play Man, against I want the to. Fighting Alana. I want to so bad. I thought, you know, as soon as they won yesterday, I started thinking about logistically how if I could make that happen or not. That's just too much driving today. I'll I'll I mean, sit on my I'll sit on the couch with a, a a cheap beer in my hand and uh watch them hopefully compete and probably lose uh lose a close game. Oh wow, yeah, it's not really close to Indianapolis. I was thinking, oh well maybe it's no. not too far away. It's no. like what, an hour and a half probably? Yeah, it, you're, I mean you're almost you're almost Illinois in yeah. Washington, Indiana. Yeah. You know so, who uh famous from Washington? The Zeller brothers are from Washington. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I wonder if they were heartbroken yesterday because their former coach got canned. Uh one of their former coaches got canned. Yeah, so we had a we had an Indiana one, we had the North Carolina one, and then a Notre Dame one. Is that right? Yep, that's right. Wow. Wow. Look at me. I who knows their Zeller trivia better than this guy? <laughs> I don't think so. But Justin, a big congrats, buddy! You did Woo! it. Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. You know, with with eleven minutes left or twelve minutes left in that game or whatever it was, I think I tweeted out that this the Indiana team was just completely lifeless, and from that moment forward, they just looked like an Indiana team I've never seen before. So I'm going to give myself credit. I think I turned it around by tweeting that out. So, and here's the thing, Justin. People are like, you're so like, don't be stupid, Justin. That, that's what they're thinking right now. But here's the thing. I will back you up. And I'm I think I actually have a superpower. Oh. My friends, they often joke on me. They call me the fade, fade Roush. They want to know my gambling picks so that they don't bet them. But 
I think I've been able to harness that power and use it to my advantage because there were multiple, multiple games yesterday where I had to bully the other team into coming back. And it almost worked across the board. And my secret was actually turning the game off. So that happened that happened three times yesterday. Mm. Indiana, Florida, and Vanderbilt. In those games, when I like switched the channel and then started tweeting bad about them, I actually didn't tweet it bad about Vandy, but I was talking about it with my friends. Uh, while playing cards. As soon as that happened, sparked a comeback. I, I went to check the score after making a little lunch downstairs. Like, I'm not even going to watch Indiana. They're getting mopped. Um, and by the t- time I gave it some time to breathe, they already come back and taken the lead. Same thing in the Florida game. Uh, it, it wasn't as dramatic, but it was in the blink of an eye, an 11-point deficit was a four-point game. And, and then Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt was getting mollywhopped by Alabama, they came back and won pretty handily over the Crimson Tide. That's who Kentucky will face tonight. They are 12-point underdogs against the Cats in the final game of the SEC Tournament quarterfinal tonight down in Tampa. That tip-off is tentatively set for 8.30 p.m. Eastern time on the SEC Network. But as all of you know, these games, they they they, they run into each other quite easily so that that could be more towards 9 9 30 i know that late game last night didn't wrap up till about 11 15 11 30 or so so that's what we've got on deck for tonight but before we get to preview in kentucky versus vanderbilt justin i do i i would like to go through the roller coaster of emotions huh. you did not know that i had this superpower so no. i think you like many people i was writing your eulogy and the, the Hoosiers, they, they came back and brought you back to life. Unbelievable. I, I mean, unbelievable. I mean, I wasn't – so I'm not – I was never going to go until Selection Sunday when we knew for sure that Indiana wasn't in. And I still don't – I'm still not convinced that Indiana's in. I, I do think they have to have a close game today, maybe even win today. But a lot of things – that was the great thing about yesterday. A lot of things and teams on the bubble – Yes. really went in our way again like floor i i had florida i bet on florida so i wanted to see florida lose or win but at the same time florida's on the bubble i wanted florida to lose yeah so indiana could have a better shot so a number of those things went indiana's way yesterday for the second day in a row i'm feeling i'm feeling pretty good nick i really am oh man and i think part of the reason why you got to feel good is that it really just took that first half, Trace Jackson Davis was just – it was like he forgot how to play. It was like the monster sucked away his powers. De- death taxes and Trace Jackson Davis having one bad half of basketball. It happens every <laughs> single game, and then he comes out in the second half and goes crazy. It's it's either the first half or the second half. We can never get a full game of Trace. Well, and it, it wasn't like he was just missing shots. Like, he couldn't catch the basketball. Yeah. <laughs> it was just basic functions he could not master. And then – uh, Xavier Johnson was picking up the slack, and he got, I mean, just a terrible – it was such a bad call on that second foul of his. Um, oh, yeah. And Mike Woodson, he he did the thing that all coaches do and just immediately take him out. It's like, you probably shouldn't let them take uh, – let Michigan get a ton of momentum here. Uh, but even though they had that momentum going into halftime and even out of the halftime locker room, what was it, an 11-point game or 12 minutes ago, something like that? Or was it yes. 17? Uh, 17, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's nuts. They came back and did it. And the, 
the part is too, Justin, why I appreciate your good sport is I was, I was maybe even being a little more aggressive in my trash talking than normal. And you said, I, I've got a good feeling the Hoosiers got to come back in them. You said that at halftime. I did. I did. And by God, I, that, that is faith right there. There's you know, no it, way that can turn around and bite you in the butt. Well, and you, you, that's why I didn't even respond to you because you had texted something smart after that too. Like, oh, that's what history says or history says they don't or whatever. So I was like, you know what? I'm just not even going to respond to this. I'm just going to enjoy the game. And maybe at the end of the game, I can say, suck it, Roush. So suck it, Ralph. Oh man, yep. I'll I will take out my suck it, and I will suck it. Um, I uh, I'm curious though, Scoots. You uh, you've seen a lot of Indiana basketball games. Unfortunately, how many conference tournament wins have you seen Indiana pull off? Um, I could Can't likely many. I could count on probably one hand if we're being honest. <laughs> I mean, if if I had if I had your and TJ's memory. In terms of games, for whatever reason, you all can remember every single game every year. I can't do that. But if I had your all's memory and I actually went back and counted, it would probably be like seven, eight. Yeah, not not a whole not many. Lot. No, but you I, know what? I'm thirty two, so pretty pathetic. The the Hoosiers did get the big win. Yeah. Um, uh, man, I I just know that I, I remember. Back to Kentucky's last SEC tournament game against Vanderbilt. I was down there, a young, uh, excited college kid. Uh, I think that was my first – that would have been maybe my first 21-year-old experience in Nashville, I want to say. So I was fired up. I was excited. I didn't have tickets to all of the games, but I at least had my ticket to to get alcohol to go into that Vanderbilt game and say, you know what, I'm at least going to go to this game because – we're going to win. We're going to punch our ticket to the SEC or the NCAA tournament. It's going to be awesome. And that deflating feeling when you know, like, all right, just win one, just get there, and we at least have a really good shot. And I and I do think, as you mentioned, Justin, all of the, the all of the dominoes are, are are falling Indiana's way to be able to hear their name called on Selection Sunday. So yep. I, I'm happy for you, buddy. I know we give you a hard time um, about your three head coaches, but. You know, you've been through a lot, and you deserve you deserve this NCAA tournament. Well, and you know, here's the here's the thing: is Indiana likely? I can, I mean, I could see them winning a first round game, but I'm not expecting that. I just want, for the love of God, to be able to fill my team in in a freaking bracket. Like, is that too much to ask? I haven't been able to do that in six years. Holy Even my. just the eight nine, like I, yeah. Billy G. I think. If I'm not mistaken, I think both of his teams were 8-9. or It would have been – no, it was just back-to-back -back years because Tubby's last year, they were 8-9 and lost to Kansas in the second round. E even when you know that that loss is probably coming up right down the pike with that one seed staring at you, it is fun just to, like, kind of dream big. And at least, like you said, write your, your team's name down once. Well, I mean, even if – even if you're a freshman or sophomore in high school, you still want to go to the prom. Like everybody wants to an invite to the prom, and that's that's where I'm at with Indiana basketball. I just want to see them go to prom. I don't care if they have to dance with the ugliest chick there or not dance with anyone at all, sit on the sideline and twiddle their thumbs the whole time. I just want to see them dance. That's it. Did you ride your tracker to prom in Pekins? I did not, but we did have a tractor day in high school. I was going to say, I know that that's like. Uh... That's kind of a thing in different places. Like uh, in Clay County, they ride their lawn mowers. Um, 
lawnmowers and tractors to prom in like their suits. Oh, okay. Yeah, we just had it. We did had a do, normal. Did you, do the, did you do the white, uh, the white suits? Those were really popular during oh, our no. time. No, no, no. I was, I was, I've never been clean enough to wear a white suit. I'm, I'm always that, I'm that type of guy that no matter what he's eating will spill something on him. So, no, white was never my friend. Yeah, and I, I, that was one of those style things too that I knew at the time. I was like, "This is going to age horribly." So I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay away from the white suit. Um, good call, but not for me. Yeah, yeah, good call. Um, I do want to talk about some of the other crazy comebacks from yesterday. Wacky. Um, and and some of the other big games. I think uh, the the best result we talked about good results for Indiana. We got a great result for Kentucky and their chances of getting a one seed uh, because Baylor. Took an L in the first round of Porter Moser's Oklahoma team. And they hung around, but Oklahoma Oklahoma was in that kind of four to six point. They had a small lead, but they were leading for most of that game. So uh, there was about four or five teams kind of in the hunt for those last three one seeds. Uh, Kentucky, Auburn, uh, Baylor, Kansas, Arizona. I think, I think those five were going for those last three. And with the Baylor loss, you can go ahead and count them out. So right. I know we mentioned yesterday that if it comes down to the selection committee and we're splitting hairs over here between, you know, same record, Kentucky and Kansas, and you have the blowout, like we're, we're it's going to be big time mad if, if, if the Jayhawks get the one seed over Kentucky. You, you made it, they made it a lot easier. You could have both be a one seed very easily now that Baylor's taking a loss. All the cats have to do. Win, win, win two games. Win two games in the SEC tournament. Uh, I don't even think you have to win that Sunday game, and I think you're good, especially if Arizona somehow trips up. If they trip up, no way they're going to stay as a one seed. So uh, shout out to Baylor for making Kentucky's road to a one seed in Chicago that much easier. Now, I think Oklahoma, that might have hurt Indiana, though. I think I remember watching that game when I was – or see, thinking that when I was watching the game. It could. It could, but – the Big 12 was probably going to get the benefit of the doubt with some bids. And now that you're completely erasing Ford out of the equation, you're you're erasing a lot of those guys out of the equation. So uh, Arizona uh, nearly lost too. What what was the final in there? I did not see that game. 84 to 80. Gosh. Yeah. And I'm college basketball people aren't pushing like that. That's one team they're they're pushing pretty hard. But I can't get too mad at them pushing Arizona on me as this team that nobody wants to play because they're saying this in conjunction with talking about as Kentucky as a team to beat. So I'm not going to be too upset. But I had uh, between the driving to spring ball and doing the combine and stuff, listening to a lot of college basketball talk. And, you know, from from your, your college basketball nerds like Rothstein and Seth Davis all the way down to – your Barstool guys and Mark Titus and, and Tate Frazier, all those like Kentucky is the consensus team that everybody's like, yeah, they, they've, they've got the stuff. They've got the chops, what it takes to win a title. And that's, oh man, it gets you excited tonight. They can get the ball rolling in postseason play against Vanderbilt. John Calipari, 0-2 against the Commodores in SEC tournament play. He's going to try to reverse that trend tonight. Justin, would you like some some fun stats about Kentucky Vanderbilt? Love fun stats. Yeah, the, these aren't fun facts, just fun stats. That's what I said. Uh, I love these fun are stats. From Corey Price. Yes, Corey Price. He's uh, I don't know how he does all this stuff, um, but 
the big uh, you know how they say justin it's hard to beat a team three times they do say that well that, that it's kind of a load of crap oh because here, here yeah it, it just it is um now, now I can't find the damn thing. I just had the stat pulled up. Of the four or five SEC tournaments which Vanderbilt defeated Kentucky, the Wildcats had defeated them twice during the regular season. So that's one you're like, oh, that's not great. But the Cats are 33-10 and 10 all time in the SEC tournament against teams they defeated twice during the regular season. Oh. So over time, the it's hard to beat a team three times. Well, actually, Kentucky's... 76% in those games. Um, they are just 4-4, four and four, though, in those games since 2006. Uh, so just something to think of. In the previous two meetings, too, if you're if you're wanting to play against the spread, uh, Kentucky's 1-1 one and one in those games against Vanderbilt. They covered on the road, but did not cover the 14.5 points at home. So big What's number. What's the line for tonight? That, 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 that big number, 12. 12. 12. Woo. 12, yeah, that's, that's a lot. That's of a big number. In tournament, tournament play, you can that. Yeah, that's true. Third, you might might be tired legs. I don't know. So it I, – I don't know how I feel about that number just yet. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't no, love I, that number, but I love the Cats tonight. I do as well. I do. As would well. you Would you have rather played Vanderbilt than Alabama? No. I think really? I don't. I don't think Alabama is all that great. Uh, yeah, but if Alabama's if Alabama's hitting threes, they're a pretty scary team. Yeah, so that's the if. But even when they did hit threes, like that, Kentucky's good enough at running them off the line and then limiting their second chance points. Where I mean, that first game they hit as many threes as they could have in that first fifteen minutes, and Kentucky still came back and took the lead before halftime. Like. That Alabama didn't really scare me, and they really didn't have that one guy. And that's, I don't, I don't know if Kimba Walker is who, uh, who turned like who, who made this a thing for me. But I, it, it it applies at all levels of basketball. If you've got a dude who is just the best guy on the court, you can go a long way. It's it's just a uh, NBA high school, whatever it may be. I mean, Caleb Glenn the other night in that game against Ballard. They had, Mail had the best player on the floor. They won the ball game because he went and scored 38 points. Scottie Pippen Jr. is that kind of guy that can just go nuts. Um, in every game he's played against Kentucky, he's scored more points in the last game. He's averaging 26.5 points against the Cats um, and 32 and 33 in each game this year, shooting 36% from three. Like, those numbers – are crazy and even when you think that you've got him kind of sort of bottled up he still ends up racking up a ton of buckets and unlike uh the last matchup where they, they got their big guy back a seven foot transfer i forget exactly where he transferred from but in in the second game against kentucky he just played sparingly getting him back i, I think helps them out a lot just to, to add some length that could potentially bother oscar shibway so this Vanderbilt team, even though they aren't great, and I expect Kentucky to win, they're pesky, and, and I think they put up a. They've got more potential to put up a good fight than uh, than Alabama. So, are you saying that Scottie Pippen's the best player on the floor? Man, I think no, he's not the best player on the floor. That would be Oscar Shebway. I was about to say because Oscar's about to win National Player of the Year, so that would be quite ignorant. Well, it, oh, it would be very ignorant. But there's that aspect of like the guard that gets hot. 
we've seen Oscar get hot. Like his yeah. version of getting hot, it was like down at Florida where I think he had 12 of the team's first 15 points um, down there to, to, to really blow that game open. Uh, but it, it's a different kind. Like, I don't know. There's just something about watching a guard in a tournament game just get hot from behind the three-point line, start taking those step-back shots whenever it's like they're doing everything to stop them, but you still can't. The the really old throwback is uh, Randolph Childress from Wake Forest back in the 90s or uh, Marshall Henderson, more recent callback for SEC fans. Just those guys that get super-duper hot, it just scares me. Um, And Kentucky's fell victim to one of them. They lost to Kimba in the national championship game. Or no, that was Final Four. It was uh, Napier they lost to in the championship game. Two UConn guys that got hot in the tournament and, and ended it for the Cats. Yeah, I mean, and that's a good point. I mean, that that's going to happen. But with Vanderbilt, the thing about them is who's there to help Scottie Pippen? Like, they don't have anybody. Their their team, if you take Scottie Pippen off that team, Vanderbilt probably wins four games this year. Oh, yeah, they'd be really bad. They would be awful. It is weird, too, how Vandy is just at one of those teams that always has one of those guys that is awesome. Um it's a shame Darius Garland got hurt and didn't play for them because he fits that bill perfectly. But yeah, um, they back when they had like Shane Foster and a uh, real big throwback Matt Freegie. But it feels like Vaney's always got a dude that can go off. Like that Jordan Wright guy is okay for them. Um, I love making the Kentucky Jordan Wright jokes every time he plays. The the big Melora Brown guy is annoying, but he's not very good. But uh, Liam Robbins is their big guy. Uh, but uh, th- that transferred over, but you're right. Like, it, there's nothing in here that screams great. At least last year they had Dylan Disu. It's the Scotty Pippen Jr. show. What's their What's their second leading score at? Eleven points curious. a game. Yeah. Eleven point eight a game. And Scotty's probably what 22, 21? 20 and a half. Yeah. Okay. No, nobody else in double digits. But they got a couple forty percent three point shooters. So you know they they can. Uh, Rodney Chapman, he was uh, at Dayton last year. He's pretty good. Um, it's got to be the same Chapman, right? Yeah, he uh, he's decent, but he he hasn't been very good for them. So, yeah, he was uh, Dayton last year. That's where I remember him from. So, I, I um, they're not great outside of Scotty Pippen Jr. And also the the three the third game in three days. I mentioned it earlier. That fatigue, playing late at night. Kentucky's hasn't played in a week. Like. I really, I really like Kentucky going out and, and, and being able to weather a Scottie Pippen Jr. storm. You know what? It took one segment for me to believe in the Cats. I like that 12 now. You're, you I'm, bring I'm, up some I'm, great points. I'm going to talk myself into it, too. Because, like, what you know, what's the point of gambling if you're not going to gamble on your team in the postseason? Well, I mean, and, and good teams in tournament play, whether it's conference tournament, NCAA tournament, they're going to do their thing. I mean, look at LSU. What did they win, like 86 to 50? <laughs> Like, good grief. Put it on Missouri. Whoo, man. And then, I mean, I, I think Iowa did something similar to Northwestern. So, I mean, water eventually is going to find its level. And I think Iowa, that's what happens tonight. Iowa broke a ton of Big Ten records. They had, like, uh, I don't know, they ended up crossing the century mark. I know the, the, the record was 97 points in a game. I think they did, yeah. Let me look. But yeah, I, I was one of those teams. They get hot. But they're, they're, they're like a, a classic Indiana basketball, high school basketball team. Uh, all offense, no defense. Yeah, I don't I don't understand the Hawkeyes. Like, they can be so good, and then other times it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. It's, yeah, 112 to 76. Good grief. 
lot of points. Hope you took the over. <laughs> Iowa probably Ooh. almost hit it by themselves. We are going to get to your text on the Thornton's text on 502-414-1450 is how you get into the show. Got a little spring football to chat about later. A uh, little bit of a uh, little bit of news too. Uh, baseball back. Shout out to all you baseball fans out there. But, but before we get to a break, I did. I, it was one of those things where when I'm when we're doing a a, a Roush and Scoots show. I get my brain just kind of takes things and runs with it. I did not expect to talk as much Kentucky Vandy in the opening segment. Uh, I got distracted from talking about the late night games. And so I, I wanted to get to those before we got to a break. Give our texters a chance to get in on the Thorns text line. Um, because Florida was, I, you said you bet on them, uh, Scoots. Well, I, I hopped on them as well. I think that was one of those games TJ liked. So yeah, we got and a if, big, TJ, if TJ likes it, we got to bet it. I mean, we don't have to always do that. But like I don't thing, always. I don't either, but like Texas A&M, I mean, they lost eight games in a row at one point in SEC play. They're not very good. And three minutes left, they blow an 11-point lead. In Florida, gosh, if the, if the officials did not blow their damn whistle, every, A&M shot so many free throws in overtime. I think they only made that, that three that they hit to win the game was just the second shot they hit in overtime. They scored 13 points. So, like, <laughs> a lot of shots from the free throw line. And I, I really thought when that Florida dude with the crazy hair, who hadn't played all year for him, his name escapes me right now. Reed. I, I thought I swear, I thought that shot he took was going to be the the not only the game winner, but the cover. And it just got stuck in the corner of the rim. It's like, oh, my, how deflating is that? It was <sighs> – that he had the uh Armando Baycott hair. Yeah, where it's like kind of from flipped last up. Year. Yeah, horrible. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know why guys do that. It looks awful. Florida had two or three guys that were like that had that hairstyle. Yeah. Not good. It's uh, you know what though, but I'm I'm not one to judge a man's hair. So That's true cuz you don't have any. Yep. Yep. Thanks for bringing <laughs> that up. Thanks for bringing that up. Uh but the Gators like Mike White, just so average. I mean, all you have to do is win that game, and you're most likely going dancing. Nope, not happening. Uh, probably going to miss the tournament for the first time since 2016. 2016, last time the Hoosiers were in it, Justin, maybe maybe that's a sign. That is that it's definitely a sign. Yep, we're in. Thanks, Florida. Signed all Hoosier fans. Oh, man. Uh, but Ohio State, that was another game where you had a team blow a – man, they were up at like – I mean, they were they were covering comfortably for thirty plus minutes in that game, and then ended up losing about like five. Just bad. Can, bad. can I just say that I'm glad we are windling down these conference tournaments because it has been extremely hard to keep up this season. Like I, I didn't even see that Ohio State loss to Penn State, which is pretty awesome, actually. Go Penn State. Well, you you're wishing it away. We only get like two days of this, Justin. Just no, I know. I'm I'm just ready for the big tournament. And and I really I don't like that this is all coming to an end because this is the best time of the year, but it just makes it easier when we get to Friday, Saturday, Sunday conference tournament play to figure out who's actually still left, who's playing, all that jazz. Yeah, yeah. I, I know it can be difficult. Like not all of us have the setups that Keith has. Which Holy is, moly. Man, and, oh, and we give Keith a lot of hell, but 
dude dude knows how to do it i mean if you haven't checked it out on the kentucky roll call facebook page he's got it was, was it six monitors set up two of them was, on work i think it was <laughs> five but yeah two of them on work which was a mistake in my opinion uh, you know you still got to get your work done but it had all the games on and that really is uh it, it can be tough trying to flip around keep it on the television but hey that's that's what we have to do as college basketball fans we've got to we've got to keep our head on a swivel checking scores our thumbs ready to roll to bounce back and forth and we don't need your thumbs on that dial though because we're going to get to a break we're going to come back Get to the Thornton's text line, and I've got some great news when we return to Justin, uh, just to leave the, the listeners hanging on the like edge of their news. teeth. I'm Nick Rash. He's Justin Kalen. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. We'll be right back. At the end of the- Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. If peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. With Walker and Roush. That was the grossest thing I've ever heard in my life. Let's go! Welcome back in Kentucky Roll Call. Nick Roush, Justin oh. Kalen. Getting you ready for a jam-packed weekend of conference tournament action. The weather today, it's going to be, it's beautiful. It's going to be cold. We're going to get three inches of snow today. What are you talking about? It's going to be 55 for most of the day, Justin. And then snow tonight. Okay, but it's going to be great today. And you know what this weather, it's going to give you that itch, Justin. That itch to go golfing. Oh, I'm, I'm itching. Well... Let me help you scratch it because the Big X Sports Radio golf cards are back. Woohoo! All the way back. They are ready to rock and roll. This year's card has Chariot Run, Old Capital with who's a big red on the hill? Big Bill. <laughs> big Bill up on the hill. It was the big red drink, right? It was the big, big red, red drink. Cup. Yeah. It's a, yeah. wait, what's it? The Red Rocket. The Red Rocket. See, I knew there was something there. So go get you a Red <laughs> Rocket from Big Bill on the Hill at Home Capital Golf Club. We've also got Elk Run, Valley View, and Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana. Play all of these great courses for under 25 bucks around with the Big X Sports Radio golf card. Supply is limited. Get yours today by visiting BigXSportsRadio.com or call 812-725-1457 to play all of those outstanding golf Courses on the Big X Sports Radio golf card, Justin. It's it's kind of like the the sun shining during the radio show. The Big X Sports Radio golf cards are back. Spring has sprung. It seems like it. Yep, we are. We're getting there. Uh, aside from this Arctic front this weekend, I think we are home free. Is this going to be our last uh, our winner's last fight? You know, I, I as much as I want to say yes. What was it? Two years ago, we got snow the first week of April. So. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Remember that? That was that was crazy. <sighs> That's you know, it, spring in Kentucky, very unpredictable, very un- unpredictable. But you know, you just you got to just be able to roll with the punches. And uh, 
we're happy the big exports radio golf carts back just go ahead and order keep it handy because you never know when it's going to be a nice day and when you can go get, need to go get your tickets punched um they really it. do go super fast so make sure you hop on it yes make sure you hop on it um hop on into the thorns text line 502 502- 414-1450 and hop on in over to a Thornton's. Get you a wide willy um, this morning. You know, I can't do the the breakfast. It is Lent, so we are abstaining from meat. So I can't do the the bacon breakfast burrito, but it is a good morning to, to get you a, a donut. Donuts are good. I'm going to be I'm gonna be eating a breakfast sandwich, so. Just going to rub it in, Jer. I mean, you don't have to do that, Nick. No, I, I'm a good Catholic. I have to. Can't I, mean, I have I, to? I grew up Catholic as well, but I don't do that anymore. Oh, you're just so you hate God. Is that what you're saying? I, I just don't know how it has to do with God. If we're being honest, you're. It's, but anyways, it's it's you just gotta. Before I make somebody mad, mad, let's move on. No, tell us. Tell us your. <laughs> What do you think about religion? <laughs> Religious philosophies. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, Justin, where do you want to go with the show? We, there's, there's a we, we can there's there's plenty of hoops to discuss, but not necessarily stories. Just a lot of games happening. But we had some other big news out there. Where, where do you want to take this show? TJ asked me qu- that question often, but we ne- we never ask our producer, and I think that's your job is to produce. I never get asked anything. I never get asked final uh, anything. Any final things you want to clean up before we get to the text line? I never get that. Yeah. Um. So no, I mean, I don't really have an opinion to be honest with you, Nick. Because wow. I was, not, I was I was not prepared for that. So maybe, never get asked that. maybe there's a reason why we don't ask you because you just <laughs> you don't have anything to say. I do think we need to mention um, what was it, Texas AM? No, Texas. Oh, TCU. Was, wasn't TCU down 20 to Texas at halftime? Yeah. Came back and that, won. So that one, I, I actually do like, I haven't, have you, I haven't looked at the bracketology, but I do have a feeling that that one actually might hurt you because TCU. For as little as I think about them, they have won a lot of – they've beaten a lot of good teams as of late. I forgot who they else they upset the other day. Was it Kansas? Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to go look. Um, but uh, Indiana's still a last four in. TCU's an eight seed, according to Lenardi. Really? Right yeah. So they're in. But Indiana's still one of the last four in. Um, they're currently a 12 seed. In that play-in what? game, yeah, twelve. <laughs> would you if if if, they, if they're in that play-in game, would you consider making the drive up to Dayton and going to the first four? Oh, that's where it would be, Dayton. Yeah, that's where they always. Play. Yeah. What What's that from here? Like three hours, four hours? No, no, much closer. Like two. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then it's yeah, I would. Game. Yeah, I would seriously think about it for sure. Yeah. Okay. I I, I mean maybe KRC road trip. I'm in. Uh huh. KRC road trip. Okay. Well, TJ, uh, TJ's drinking again, so he can make fun of me the whole game. Hopefully, there's a uh, if if they win today I, against Illinois, definitely not having to worry about that first four. No. Well, yeah. uh, I mean, even if you do, in my opinion, you win against Illinois today, you don't have to worry about the tournament. Where at where you fall in the tournament? Like I said earlier, I don't care. I I truly don't care. Just get a man. <laughs> Just let me right there. Ooh, here's a question. 
if they're in the like, does it technically still count to write your team's name in if they're in the play-in game and you don't even need them for like your your bracket? You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because you're gonna. Ha- I mean, you're not. I'm going to have them win in the play-in game and then win in one. Further After than that, that, you're gonna have them win two yeah, games. Absolutely. Well, because that's the thing, though. Like, because in bracket pools, the first four don't matter. So, right. does well, that some mean- of them they do though. There's there are some bracket pools that use those. Yeah, but not not all. I mean, not a whole lot. Yeah, I don't think they're they're leaning on you to pick those 16 seed games, right? You know, <laughs> not always the case. <laughs> but yeah, so that, that that's kind of the the latest. I'm I'm trying to uh, Virginia. They they're lost to North Carolina. That that's going to knock them out. Um, yeah, that was good. I like seeing that one. And and you were right about Oklahoma though. They are they are right there. If they win today, they're probably going to be punching their tickets. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that I agree with that. What are they? Eighteen and fourteen? I think they're yeah. out. They're in the first four out right now though. So really, yeah. Win hmm. a big game. All right. We're not Oklahoma fans today. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Uh, Texas and Thorns text on five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. I do think it is worth mentioning. The Major League Baseball season is on. Um, congrats to all you baseball fans out there. They canceled, what, four series? Which, I mean, that's really... It's well, really they're, still, they're still going to play their 162. So, yeah, pretty which awesome. Is, that's, that's a ton of games. Um, they're Let's reporting go, John. Let's training. go, training. Yeah, you're, you're all the way back. Uh, I'm trying to find the projected date. You know, this is like me being excited that baseball's back is like being excited that college football's back. Like, my team is never going to be any good. So, I don't, at the end of the day, why am I happy about it? You know, like the Reds aren't going to do anything this year. Yeah, they're really, but I'm excited to watch them. It's going to be opening day. So, that's that's a quick turn. And they don't, they don't, they don't need like a huge, you, you don't need a big, grandiose thing like to, to get ready. I know spring training. Baseball junkies get happy every year to see those games on, but they don't need that to be ready. Like they, they play a ton of games. They're gonna make up a bunch of doubleheaders. Um, Universal DH is in play. How do how do we feel about Universal Love DH, it. Justin? I, initially, when they first brought this rule up, I hated it. But now, now I love it. Yeah, let 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 all the old guys that don't want to play the field anymore just go out there and hit guys like Albert Pujols. The world's a better yeah, place and- because of it. And like I'm not the I'm not a big hot take guy when it comes to baseball, and I and I normally frown upon the people who are like oh let's let's make it it's got to be the same way it was a hundred years ago. Well, no, you know I, times change, that, that, and it's fun to watch pitchers go out like um, oh who was the big fat dude from the Bartolo Colon? Yeah, like watching Bartolo Colon, the rare instance where a pitcher just hits dingers. Like that's that's a ton of fun. Uh, we are going to miss out on moments like that, but in general, it's it's I I, I just hate having the okay. You've got a you got a guy on base. There's two outs. Let's see if they can get something going here. Oh, the pitcher's up to bat. Like this this is and there's the inning. It's over just like that. Yeah. So I I'm glad. I feel like you're going to get a little bit more offense, a little bit more juice now that you've got the universal dh and like you said it's going to add some longevity to some careers 
because guys can just go in and, and be able to swing away, whether they're in the AL or the NL. They, they made a couple other changes. 12-team uh, playoff, which uh, they're just letting everybody in. I'm not going to be able to keep up with the format. I don't frankly care, but I will watch those games. Those are like some day – like giving me an excuse to watch day baseball in October, I'm fine with it. So glad that we'll have something on our televisions. It was a 99-day walkout, second longer – Second longest in MLB history. So, um, man, they made it. They made it back. Um, baseball will be played this spring, this summer. Um, in the Reds, they're still going to stink. Still going to be bad. Justin, are you there? Oh no, he's not there. We lost him. Um, how about we we get to the Thornton's text line while we wait for Justin to come back? Five zero two was on the phone. Four one four fourteen fifty. Oh, you're on the phone. Is is EJ Clark there on the phone? He is on the phone. EJ, happy to be Good talking morning, to you today on the road to Kentucky Derby, where the Cats are in Tampa. The big race this weekend is in Tampa. One of my favorite horses is on the undercard. She dares the devil. If you're a smart Kentucky fan down in Florida. I would be betting on She Dares the Devil. EJ, how can you help some Kentucky fans down in Tampa win some money this weekend at Tampa Bay Downs? Well, you know, it's funny that you start with that, Nick, because trademark number two in the race is one of two owned by BBM Racing LLC. And you know what that stands for? Big Blue Nation. So oh. he ran... He ran um, Actually, the worst race of his career in the prep for this race, that was the Sam F. Davis, but they're bringing him back. And uh, he actually uh, had some trouble against Giant or Classic Causeway and Ship Sational. So uh, this horse. We can throw that really, race out, though, EJ. Like, you know, well, he ran a well, bad race. I'm yeah, I'm getting. Let's, let's, that let's is throw it out. Throw, throw out. They thought enough of him to bring him back in here. And uh, so uh, just put a line between that race there, through that race. And uh, we have another horse that I'm going to get to in a minute. And uh, he is another horse that is owned by Big Blue Nation. It's funny that you should say all that because here we have Kentucky, who's favored to win the Southeastern Conference men's basketball tournament down in Tampa, and then the Tampa Bay Derby 42nd running. It's all coming together, and uh, and, and big, big Blue Nation has spin wheel on the outside, too. With uh, um, It's from George Rusty Arnold's barn, and, of course, you, you know him. From, he's a Keeneland graduate, and um, this horse came out of the Holy Bull, but... Um, he, he had a wide trip in the Holy Bull going a mile in the 16th. Uh, they're giving him another chance. He's a maiden winner, but uh, he's by hard spun. He's got uh, the pedigree to go the classic distance of a mile and a quarter, and they're putting him in here. Uh, we'll see what he does. Both of them, as I say, are Keeneland grads, and we'll see what they do. They're going to be long shots, but we're going to begin with classic causeway, Nick. He's the favorite. He's the horse that won impressively, almost by four lengths. He's the son of John, uh, Giants Causeway, and he is trained by Brian Lynch, and he's on our podcast this week, trainer Brian Lynch, who's an Aussie. He's from Australia. Uh, 
He has arguably the best jockey in the country stays on, and that is Irad Ortiz. And he had a wire, pretty much a front-end trip all the way, led all the way with a very good buyer speed figure. Now, it's going to be rainy. It's going to they're, they're talking about a Ooh. lot of rain down there unless that changes, so it could be a sloppy yeah. track. Never run on a sloppy track before, Nick. And see, so we'll we'll see how he takes to that. But I, I, that I love that, me, that news, EJ, because Classic Causeway is a horse that he could be among one of the Derby favorites if he goes out and wins another big 50-point prep at the, at Tampa this weekend. Mm-hmm. But the rain, that, that opens the door for uh, a big money horse to come in and, and cash some tickets. Yeah, you never know how these horses – now, Tampa Bay – Downs has a deep, it's a deeper track. It's a little bit deeper track than say Gulfstream Park that is speed favoring track. So we'll see we'll see how they take to the to the sloppy going there. Ship Sational, who ran second to Classic Causeway, by the way, and that was his first trip into open company. What I mean by that, he's a New York bred and he was running against state breads. And he did run uh a very good race, winning a stake for $250,000 up at Belmont Park in the slop. So he's run and won on an off track. Manny Franco will be up in the saddle, and his trainer is Eddie Parker, who is 76 years old, trying to get to his first Kentucky Derby. Great story right there. And he's a son of midshipman, thus shipsational. He's a horse to watch. You better watch the New York bread in here and see what he does because he ran second last time and uh, and proved he can uh, make it in open company. And then a couple other horses. Todd Fletcher has a horse that's unbeaten, only two starts, and he hasn't run since he won the Iroquois at Churchill Downs last September. Javier Castellano is aboard. And he's a Keeman grad as well. Another horse to watch in here. Major General, post position number eight. And then you have uh, a horse by the name of Money Supply. And he's trained by Chad Brown. He's the son of Practical Joke, a Keeman grad. Jose Ortiz, the brother of Rad, is on him. He's only made one start. He won a maiden at Tampa. Now listen to this. He won a maiden at Tampa. And he's trying to do what his stable met. Uh, stable mate early voting did go from a maiden to a graded stakes win in his second start and we'll see if he can do that for chad brown money supply after that i think you've got some long shots gets interesting yep and, and like i said especially in that rain can really open up things make things messy paces can fall apart so Mm-hmm. Should be a should should be an exciting race, EJ. Before we let you go, I, I just I'm curious. Do you do you have a uh, a favorite? Is there one horse that you think? Okay, if I had to 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 pick a Kentucky Derby winner today, this is who I think it would be. You know that's a tough question, Nick, because there's a couple of horses that are kind of in that position right now, and. Obviously, they're not Baffert horses because they're not going to get to race in the Kentucky Derby. So right now, a horse that I am really looking at, I might might be putting him on top, would be Forbidden Kingdom, who won last week to San Felipe. He is also the favorite for the fourth 
Kentucky Derby Future Wager, which is going on this weekend. Forbidden Kingdom, very impressive, winning the San Felipe at a mile and a 16th out there at Santa Anita. He's won, and I keep coming back to Smile Happy. Smile Happy right now, and he's likely just to go to wait for the bluegrass stakes. So uh, that's what Ken McPeak says. He is, he's a horse, he's a run happy, and um, run happy won a shorter distance than a mile and a quarter in the Breeders' Cup, but we'll, we'll see how he develops. But right now, maybe this week anyway, I'll put Forbidden Kingdom on top. All right, well, we'll, we'll mark it down. EJ, appreciate you joining us as always, helping Kentucky fans win some money at Tampa Bay Downs before Kentucky wins the SEC tournament in Tampa. Can't wait, can't wait. Good luck to BBN Racing LLC this weekend. All right, thanks, EJ. We're going to get to our top of the hour break. When we come back, we'll get to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450, and preview more of Kentucky's matchup with the Vanderbilt Commodores tonight at the SEC Tournament. I'm Nick Roush. He's Justin Kalen. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back into Hour Number 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Roll Call. Conference Tournament Friday here on the Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM. 14:50 a.m. TJ Walker is out in Las Vegas, winning money, drinking beers at a bachelor party, and we are in the city of. Well, I'm in the city of Louisville, not too far away from a Salsaritas. Nice. Where, I, Justin, since I am a good Catholic, I'm only going to get uh, the shrimp today, or maybe a beef and cheese burrito. Wait, what? Yeah, like I'm not going to get they they have well marinated meats, but I'm going to abstain from the beef today. Okay, so you steak. meant to say I got you. I got yeah, you. so you can eat the steak. I will stick to the shrimp for today because the shrimp you know, is very good. I, I've never had the steak at Salsaritas. That's the one meat I haven't had. I've had the that's, ground beef. I've had the chicken. I've had the shrimp. Dude, you am what? I missing out? Yeah, that's the best thing they got going. Actually, you know what? I did put steak in a burrito bowl with my chicken not too long ago, but maybe I just need to get steak by itself. Yeah, the the steak is the best thing Salsarita has going for it. And you have two locations you can try it at. There's one in Middletown. They've got a drive-thru and one in St. Matthews. Just download the app before you go, and you're going to save money with Salsarita's bucks. So visit a Salsarita's today. Try. I, I encourage you. The shrimp. Not a lot of places offer shrimp with their Mexican. It's fantastic. Nice little shrimp quesadilla on a Friday. Boom. Bam. You're welcome, everybody. You're welcome. Trust Alcaritas today, Justin. We yeah. got to talk more about conference tournaments going on today. Some of the best games. Uh, I, I want you to take 
I, I'm going to to fill folks in on what's happening at string football. And in the meanwhile, I want you to look at the lines out there and see if you can find some 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 good picks for us. Okay. I can do that. Can you handle that for us? All right. I appreciate that. Uh, Lexington, they're taking a break. Spring break begins uh, for University of Kentucky students. So Kentucky just got in two practices this week. But we did um, we did actually get a pretty good uh, idea of, of the new direction that UK is taking. You wouldn't think that we would have some revelations from two spring football practices. Um, but Brad White yesterday made it pretty apparent that the defense is going back to what it was before last year. Um, the Wildcats, they were thin on the edge, so they had to they had to adjust. And instead of playing a base 3-4 with two true outside linebackers like they did for so long with Josh Allen and Boogie Watson or Denzel Ware and Josh Allen, um, they, they, they were a little light. So they, they went with like a 3-3-5 three, three, almost, like a medium package playing a lot of nickelback. Well, J.J. Weaver, Jordan Wright, they're both healthy after an injury play 2021 season. Uh, and, and then they also have uh, a bunch of guys coming in who who can play that role well. And Tyrese Fearbury and, and Keaton Wade, like some some high, high, ta- high, very talented prospects that can provide quality depth on the edge. So Kentucky is kind of – they're shifting back to that 3-4 traditional look. I think it's going to give – Right and Weaver more opportunities, and when you have two of the better edge guys in the SEC, two of the more in Wright's case, he's very experienced. He creates a lot of havoc stats. Weaver, Weaver can be a OSEC selection. He he kicked ass last year, had a couple big interceptions, led the team in sacks, and he was maybe eighty percent all season long. So now that they've got both guys healthy, we're going to see more double dose of Wright and Weaver this fall. I thought that was music to my ears. Uh, uh, I did think it was funny. Uh, we learned how they differentiate between the Stoopses. There's, it's still just Coach Stoops. Mike Stoops is now Coach Mike, so he's had to readjust his communication, as they say. Um, he's got to figure out Kentucky's terminology and also the terminology of what they call him. So he's Coach Mike uh, for the for the rest of his time in Lexington. Uh, I, I thought that was a little amusing. Uh, and then just one other kind of noteworthy thing, Jamarius Dinkins was a he, – he came to UK as a three-tech and played a little bit as a true freshman last year along with the uh, Khalil Saunders from Alabama. They were both kind of low three-star guys. You didn't expect much from them, but they surprised. Uh, and Dinkins, he, he started that three-tech defensive tackle. He's moved to nose. He's kicked down to, to back up. Justin Rogers, Josiah Hayes, so they have a lot of reliable options in there. Um, that the name of the game is fundamentals in developing depth because guys get hurt. We saw in the bowl game, Kentucky was very thin by the time it was all said and done. So um, the Cats are hard at work at this spring to fix those problems. They got two practices under their belt, um, and uh, you know, uh, ready to get rock and rolling after a week off. Uh, Justin, I've got one little nugget we didn't hear that I, I would like to share with our audience. That What's here? Probably not going to hear everyone else. Um, you remember Dan Key, the big receiver yeah. that mm-hmm. we got really excited about him, but Lexington guy, right? Yeah, but you know, Kentucky recruited so well that he kind of fell down the picking order of in in as far as players to get hyped. It turns out he's he's pretty good. He's he's done some good things and through the first two spring practices, so. Need to see him continue to, to add some mass that, so that he can compete 
um, this fall. But well, I like what we're seeing so far from Dan Key at spring practice. It's good to hear. So there's there's your little nugget from Nick Roush um, as we turn the page back to conference tournament action. And Scooter, you you've been looking at the lines. Yes, there are some juicy ones. There's week, some tasty ones out there. there okay, are. well, there which, are. which is the the juiciest of the juicy lines? Um, you know, it's really tough. But what? See, I got to take into account all the games yesterday, and when I look at these lines, I think probably Auburn minus nine against A&M. I really like that just because A&M coming off that emotional win where it looked like they were going to lose. They let Florida back in the game. They were down 12 with three minutes left. Florida comes back, and then A&M gets it done in overtime with a last-second shot. I think the emotions of that, the big coming off that big game, A&M's not going to have it today. I really like Auburn minus nine. Ooh, okay, okay. I, I like your line of thinking. At some places, you can get it at eight and a half, but I do like your line of thinking. Um, how do you how do you feel about your Hoosiers only catching three and a half points? That's that's a that's kind uh, of a just, small number for a one versus a nine. I just saw it at five. Oh wow! Oh, it and opened I don't, at three and a half and jumped to five. Sorry, I yeah, don't have right, a good right, feeling right. of five at all. So I, I'm going <laughs> to stay away from that one today. Although I will probably throw a little bit on Indiana money line just because why not? You know? Yeah, I mean it's March. You know, yeah, might yeah, as well bet on your team. And it could be the last time I bet on them in a meaningful game. So. Well, no, we're we're being optimistic today, Justin. The Hoosiers are going to the tournament. I said it could be. I didn't say it would be. Could be. It's not going to be. Uh, have you seen a line for LSU Arkansas? Uh, yeah, Arkansas minus two. So I'm gonna go with Arkansas money line on that. And then oh, it's I... the same. It's the same thing as the A and M game with me for LSU. LSU put uh... up almost 100 points last night. They destroyed the team by 30. So. The emotions off coming off that game. I don't think they have it tonight. I don't like that. There's no emotions in a blowout win, Justin. No, I mean, just it was it was a big win. They they wasted all their good shots. It's oh. a similar similar situation with Iowa. I like Rutgers plus six and a half tonight. Iowa scored 112 points last night. There is no way they're going to so, hit these shots today. Okay, yeah, I, I, I like that logic a little bit better in saying that. Oh, well, they they shot all their good shots. So yeah. I like that logic when you talk about fading Iowa and going with Rutgers, but I'm I'm still I'm I'm in on LSU. Um the last time they played, it was at Arkansas at Bud Walton. They only lost by one. Uh it's a rivalry game. Um and, you just and they go took money line bet? so yeah, I think I think I'm riding with the the Tigers on the money line today. What you want to just skip the juice? We'll just throw 10 on each other. Oh yeah, because there wouldn't be like money line. What are we going to get out of it? Yeah, all right. So a Roush and Scooter bet. Let's do it. All right, give me give me the the Razorbacks. All right, Razorbacks versus the Tigers. Suck it, Justin. I don't uh, know what a Razorback is, but it would beat a Tiger in the wild. So Arkansas all day. Oh wait, it's a pig. I know what a Razorback is. Good grief. <laughs> That was that was one of the stupidest things oh, I've ever read on this show. Holy moly. yeah, yeah. That was one of those where like I know. I could feel you just like as it was the words were escaping your mouth, like, oh no. I I, I was talking too fast for my own good there. <laughs> really, really messed oh, up on that. That one. was so dumb. I, so I, the other the other big the other SEC game that's happening today, Mississippi State against Tennessee. That game was close for a while. Um uh, it was it was halftime. Give me Tennessee all day. It was like a, it was a tie ball game at halftime, and I told my buddy, "Hey, let's flip it over that game." He's like, "We're not watching 
South Carolina, Mississippi State. I was like, it was a close game. And he's like, it's an 18-point game right now. Um, so Mississippi State <laughs> ended up having no trouble with him. I see – I think Mississippi State actually is good enough to hang – like they, they're, they are very underrated. Uh, Iverson Molinar is really good. Uh, Tolu Smith had a good game yesterday. He he has to play well for them to have a chance. I don't think they win, but I might like – I think I might like a Mississippi State cover, though. Mm. No, I'm on the opposite side of that. Yeah, I, th- I think I might. So we'll we'll see how I feel as it gets closer to game time. But Mississippi State is one of those teams. Maybe it's just because they played well against Kentucky, but I I, I give them a little more credit than uh, than you know than, than most will. So uh, well, show me what you got today, Mississippi State. Make make me proud. Make me proud. One other game that I'm really looking at, um, Duke minus nine against Miami. Miami's horrible. Not sure how they even won yesterday. Uh, give me Duke. They struggled yesterday. So they're, it's the opposite logic. They're going to come in and hit some shots today. Man, that, that game for a while really, really wanted to see Buddy Bayham get another chance yeah. to suit up for the orange. <laughs> Would have been awesome. But no, it, it wasn't meant to be. Did, the ACC is just so bad. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was, it was even more evident yesterday. Um, is Do we know if Johnny Davis, is is he going to play against Michigan State? Why wouldn't he? Well, I know he got hurt the, in, oh, in the loss to Nebraska, but I didn't know if it was a serious He'll play. Injury. He'll play. All right. Well, you heard it here first, folks. That's right. Breaking news on K, KRC. Michigan State is a team that I um, I can't. I, I can't – every time I bet a Michigan State game, I'm always on the wrong side. So, I, oh, I, what, 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 what are you betting on that one then? I'll go the opposite. That, that's what I mean. I just <laughs> – I, I see Michigan State and I'm like, oh, man, I got to stay away. Yeah. Even though – Yeah, that, might... that's a that's a tricky line, the three on that one, for sure. Yeah, yeah, not a big fan. But a full slate of games. This is our last big loaded day today because, um, you know, like the ACC, they're down to – ACC and Big 12 are dwindled down to semifinals. So uh, you're really going to get – I think you still have some early Big East games. Um, but for the most part, SEC and Big 10, those are the ones that are going to be running all day long. A lot of basketball to watch today. I can't wait. And I can't wait to to hear what you got to say about these basketball games on the Thornton's text line. Pretty loaded text line. 414 is how you get into the show. Uh, and one texter. They uh they said it was a spire at the sales. I'm guessing we talked to prep hoops yesterday, and I was like, I'm prep schools. Thinking that was probably for Rutherford. Oh, well, second Rutherford. How <laughs> did you? I mean, even Mike was getting on the RIP scooter dingus. He was, yeah. Yeah. They uh yeah they they talked about me a little bit yesterday. I I, I heard in on that. They were doubting that I dated the IU girl, but it's cool. Still. No yep. Oh, but you know what? I'm. I've got to text my mom today. I am 100% confident she has pictures of us, so I've got to track those down. Prove myself. <laughs> are, they, are they on, like, uh, actual, like, uh, it, it's probably on those uh, Polaroids, an old Polar- yes. Polaroid. Yes, absolutely. Not, not like, the cheap one that you click and, and th- not the disposable ones. It was an actual camera, yeah. I think I, I was, this is very random. I watched, uh, I was watching a cartoon. I was watching Bluey. It's one of my son's favorite. Great show, by the way. Like, and they're nice and quick, too. I bet if I turned on a Bluey, you would enjoy it, Justin. It, it's I got something for everybody. Doubt it. I doubt it. 
It's great. Great stuff. Talking dogs. It's, what's not to love about it? But they actually had a Polaroid camera. And I think that would be a fun. I feel like that's a fun dad buy. Uh, just because like, you know, you, you have all the pictures on your phone. It would be kind of nice to have, you know, some actual pictures to look at. And I, I, I like the look of old crummy pictures, too. <laughs> you know, what's going to be really fun is in say when I'm like 70, God willing, I get there. If the Hoosiers can make the tournament is just asking young kids, like all these objects, what is this? What is this? What is this? And listening to the response, I went to a restaurant the other day. They had a painting up on the wall. It was made out of VHS tapes. I was like, how many kids that come in this restaurant now have no idea what those are. It's crazy. Yeah. They, uh, there's actually a bit, I don't know if the Ellen show's still around, but Brooke used to watch that a ton during COVID and having the baby. And that was a game they would play where you would get a millennial and they would have to look up like a muffler shop in a phone book and call the muffler shop. <laughs> and just to uh, the, the concept of a phone book, uh, it was like something uh, I, I saw like a video somebody had the other day. It's like, why do you have this book with everybody's phone numbers and addresses in it? Like, are you, are you a pedophile? Like Google you know, has the same thing. Right. But, um, <laughs> the, and like watching people try to use a, a rotary phone that like yeah. actually, Oh God, that's so funny. Uh, pure, pure comedy. I miss the rotary phones. Those were fun. Yeah. Except if you messed up, that was, yeah. <laughs> if you messed up and it's like, damn it. Especially on like the last second to last number or something. You had to start all over. God. Yeah. That but, was rough. I don't know if my parents even still have their home. I, I don't think they have their home number anymore, but the last four digits of our phone number was eight one nine one. That was a lot of fun to, to dial on a rotary dial. Cause you had the big <laughs> one and then a quick one and you'd have to hear it go da, 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 all the way back around. <laughs> <laughs> What's pretty crazy too, the, I, I, we, gosh, I hate getting off this tangentially, but where my wife's from and their small hometown for the longest time, everybody's final four digits of their phone number was their address. Huh. And you didn't even need to dial the entire phone number to call somebody within their town. If you just dialed, if you just punched in the final four digits, their address, you would call that house. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and all they end up doing was just adding the same first six, like area, you know, the, the first six digits. Um, but yeah, that's how their phone numbers worked up there. I thought that's kind of neat. Makes kinda it easy. Neat. Yeah, nice and easy. A text from the Thornton's text line says, TJ, screenshot this text for when Aaron Rodgers and the Packers go into the playoffs next season as a seven-point favorite with home field advantage and lose. Go Cats. Yeah. <laughs> can, can we just talk about just how ludicrous his – Packers takes are. I mean, I, I know he said yesterday it's a bit, but I, I truly don't believe that it is a bit, Nick. I think he is convinced that Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in NFL history. No, and, and that's the thing. Like, I I know I shouldn't be saying this a ton as a Kentucky fan because it is very similar in that you've had Cal this whole time. He goes to a lot of Final Fours, but he only has one championship to show for it. So I get that there is some – um uh, some some like uh, hip hypocrisy in this take, but like if he is in fact the greatest quarterback ever, I don't care what's around him. Like if you're hosting that many NFC Championship games at home, if you have home field advantage that often in the playoffs, you should have like you should have more than one Super Bowl appearance. 
football's a team game. He's just one player. Yeah, well, if you're that good to be the one seed in the regular season, then you should be good enough to win in the playoffs. That's the part where his argument completely falls apart. I agree. Hey, but you know what, TJ? Happy birthday. Nah, happy birthday, TJ. The day the pandemic started. Yeah, yeah, it is the day the pandemic started. So happy birthday to you, TJ. The day the pandemic started, two events that go hand in hand. I'm (laughs) sure he's been listening in on the podcast that's brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. Uh, Wherever you get your podcast, you'll find it. Thanks to our pals at Cornbread Hemp. They craft just the best organic full-spectrum CBD products. The full-spectrum means that they're not going light. This is CBD diesel, okay? It's like it's the Bud Platinums of <laughs> CBD because they sprinkle in a little bit of THC into their extra strength gummies. 50 milligrams CBD, 2 milligrams of THC to pack an extra punch. Whether you're, you're struggling to go to sleep, got a little bit of anxiety, try some CBD out. It, we, we hit this point home, but just, just give it a try. Use the promo code BIGX at cornbreadhemp.com. You'll get 30% off. It's a fantastic deal that you can't find anywhere else. Punch it in. Try it today. Cornbreadhemp.com. We're going to get to our final break. When we come back, we'll get back to more of your texts on the Thornton's text line. This is Kentucky Roll Call, Nick Roush and Justin Kalen getting you ready for a big basketball weekend on the Big X. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome back in. Hour number, or no, not hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call. Our final segment here on the Big X Sports Radio, where right now Big X Sports Radio golf cards on sale, less than twenty-five bucks around to play at a lot of private courses in the area. They're outstanding. Check them all out at BigXSportsRadio.com. Now let's get to the Thornton's text line to wrap up today's show. Check that. Record scratch. <laughs> all right, I got, I got two questions for you. For me? Yes. Ready. First question, Justin. When we are sitting here Monday morning and TJ's throat is after a long day, a long weekend of drinking, what seeds will Indiana and the University of Kentucky be in the tournament bracket? Oh, man. As much as I have faith and like this Kentucky team and want to think that they're going to win the SEC tournament, I do think they slip up, whether that be tomorrow or Sunday. So I'm going to give Kentucky a two seed, which I think is fine. It's a two seed, one seed when you've got the team Kentucky has. I don't think it matters if we're being honest. Might have a little easier road as the one seed, but the two seeds still got an easy road as well. Indiana, I'm going to give them the 11. I, I, I think they're going to avoid the play in game. I think they're going to play well today. Maybe even pull the win. I doubt it, but maybe. And I think they will get the 11 seed. Hmm. So I, um, I kind of like where your head's at, but. Unlike, I, I really do think Kentucky, they're going to win 
tonight, and they're going to beat those stinky volunteers tomorrow. And I think that's enough to lock up a one seed. I don't even think you have to Maybe win so. on Sunday. Yeah, you may be right. Um, because I, I, I don't have faith in Arizona. Baylor's already taken a loss. And I think the, the, the Vanderbilt win actually changed Kentucky's win at Vandy to a quad one win. So I think just the resume alone and that big win over Kansas, if there's split hairs between Kentucky and Kansas, then Kentucky's got to get it. So I do think Kentucky is going to be the one seed. And I, I like 11 2 for Indiana. I, I now, just I don't let, know. It feels right. Let me be the first to tell you even if Kentucky does not end up as the one seed, in my mind, they are a one seed. Kentucky's one of the best four teams in the country. I don't care what anybody says. See, and that that also comes down to all this, Justin, all this bull crap like uh, analytics. Like if, if everybody's saying that Kentucky is one of the f- three best teams in the country, if Vegas has them as the second choice to win it all, like th- they need to be like they need to be a one seed. So yeah. uh, but and you know what, though, it's up to Kentucky. It's in their hands. Let's get Ty Ty Washington going. Let's have some big games this weekend. Beat some teams we hate. That nothing would be more satisfying than to go out and beat those stinky balls on Saturday, and then to follow it up on Sunday with a win over Auburn and Bruce Pearl and his big sweat. Like Kentucky wins that game if people don't get hurt down at Auburn. So yeah. th- there's no more home court advantage for the Cats' opponents. Now it's it's time to show them who's the best team. Cats are going to be a one seed on Monday. See, I, I'm so tired of the whole Auburn thing. If Kentucky's healthy, I don't think that game down in Auburn's close. I, to me, Kentucky's a way better team than – is Auburn a good team? Yeah, Auburn's a good team. But are they as good as Kentucky? Not even close, in my opinion. Nope, not not even close. Suck it, Auburn. Take out your suck it and suck it. Who knows? Maybe they get upset early. You could see it happening. Be cool. It'd be really, really cool. It's also cool to go over to the Thornton's text on 502-414-1450. Oh, man, I, TJ needs to hear this. Texter says, I audibly went, ugh, when you said you took your shoes off at a theater. That was bad. The plain thing isn't even a question. Every single person that sees that is talking about how this gross dude went raw foot on the plane. And don't talk to me about socks. Unacceptable. And, man, I'm especially on the plane, Justin, you're so close. I feel like it's it's more of a courtesy. Man. to keep them on. I, I have had moments where I'll like, I'll do the thing and I kind of do it with my house shoes when I'm sitting at home where you, you slide your heel out of the shoe and you kind of just have your toes in there just to kind of let them breathe a little bit, but you only do it for like a minute or two and then you, you slide them back in. TJ just going raw foot is, is pretty gross, especially in the airplane. See, there is nowhere other than like, say a water park outside of my house that I'm taking my shoes off. Just not. You don't ever walk around barefoot? Not at outside of my apartment, no. I mean, I played golf not too long ago with this guy who played golf barefoot. I thought that was yeah. pretty cool. I might try that. Yeah, you just take it. It's, it's kind of nice to have the grass underneath your toes. Yeah. Get to walking around. I do need to upgrade my lawn, though, to, you know, we, we don't get a lot of sun. So I, that's, that's going to be a. That's going to be a project getting that 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 in shape because it, it's, it feels a, good to have some nice grass underneath your feet. It's a lot not of a very big lawn. No, no, not an enormous <laughs> lawn, but need need to need to be able to get to walking around. Um, a text from the third six on says, "Hey, Scoots, you have nine lives. Woo! Call me a cat." Busted. Happy for you, man. Guess they will make the turning now. On a completely unrelated note, if your family receives flowers, disregard. Excuse me. Don't get it. flowers like 
for your funeral. Oh, oh, I got it. I got it. <laughs> you know, they already placed the order. Can't take them back now. That's hysterical. Uh, Robert says, looking at the halftime score of the IU game and can't help but think that Justin is so dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then he texted in, Dingus lives another day. Woo! I'm oh, here. Man. <laughs> oh, goodness. I, I have... This is a long text, and it's going to go some places. I'm excited to see what it, it is. You got this dingus who can't stand upright on a mobile scooter, hates having sex, owned a 10-foot iguana that only ate dandelions, and climbed the Christmas tree, had a hot girl in a music video, and decided he could do better, so he broke up. A happily married Walmart couple sleeps on the floor and eats Cheetos and Bud Light Platinums for dinner every night, makes ridiculous playlists that follows no pattern whatsoever, and you're telling me no one could figure out that it was just all based on songs he couldn't understand got so popular? I mean, are you folks even listening to the show? That's right. <laughs> that's that's pretty well everything that I have discussed on this show in my year and whatever it's been. It's, it's well articulated. The, the only thing they left out was the sex contract. Other than that, we hit it all. <laughs> you mean the guy who seemingly has no rhyme or reason to his life came up with a theme that has no rhyme or reason? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Gosh. Good stuff. Great song idea, Bustin'. Not. Yeah, people hated it. TC from Lexington here, boys. Nick, what is with all the Pippin to Junior next year smoke? I see it all the time on Twitter, but didn't know if it had any legs or not. Uh, he's going to go pro after this year. I think it it had some legs last year. Um, there was there was a time and a thought that, that it could potentially happen. Um, but ultimately, he decided to stick it out at Vanderbilt instead of entering the portal. I think at this point, he's done enough to where, you know, going to the portal – Seems kind of fruitless, unless he just really likes college. Like, it just, I think that's just folks still latching on to the dream school bit. If there was, if there was going to be a time and place for that to happen, it would have been last year. Well, and I agree with you. I think he's probably going to the league. I mean, when your dad is one of the best NBA players of all time, I think I think you can go after this year and probably get drafted and have a nice career. I mean, I don't think his dad is going to the merits of what gets him drafted i think no but i mean 20 points in sec play on a bad team is a uh, you know i get, I get that but in sports especially your last name goes i mean it does but no you know. yeah i mean it, 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 it i think it does as a recruit like but as a draft pick like you know they're gonna they, they know they're gonna do their due diligence yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree with you that his stats are going to play, but you you don't think in the back of their mind they're going to be like, wait, is dad Scottie Pippen? Oh, we got to have this kid. They're, they're going to think about that aspect as well. It's just Scottie, though. It's not MJ. <laughs> <laughs> just second fiddle. Also, Scottie Pippen does not have a lot of friends right now. Like he He's, he's aired a lot of dirty laundry, so he doesn't have yeah. the most friends right now in the NBA. Did you see? Uh, hey. I saw not too long ago. Uh, Rodman's daughter is the highest played player player in the NWSL. See that? Did not know that. Yeah, pretty cool. The, the more you know, yeah, it is pretty cool. Um, so, Justin, I know you're going to call some games this weekend. Oh yeah, you Pumped. you said there are there could be two games. They're playing two tournament games in one day. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's very, very Kentucky-like. No, don't they play the semifinal championship in the same day? Yeah, that's what I was going to get to because the yeah. girls' sweet 16 is happening right now. Um, the quarterfinals are today. A couple of Louisville te- the, the the local teams are still alive. Bullet East is playing Meade County. Meade County with a nice little upset, the Green Wave. Um, they're pretty close to one another. I guess Mount Washington, a little bit of a drive down 44. But uh, playing at Rupp Arena, Bullet East has a big girl, Grace Merkel, who's, who's – a badass um and sacred heart and grc that's a big one but Sa- sacred heart is the best team to say they might run into Vito tisdale's sister at bowling green but the the big thing here is they moved they, they changed it up they went back to playing the semifinals in the morning and the championship game at night how do we feel about that justin because i hate it if you're sacred heart and you want to win a state championship you play at 8 30 Friday night, 1.30 Saturday. That game ends around 3. You turn right back around and you play at 7 p.m. Saturday night. Yeah, no, I I hate that. See, it's because it's for the championship, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, that's yeah, that's, that's so dumb. Like, this this weekend, the games I'll be doing is just regional. So, after regional, they'll have semi-state and then state, which they'll play one game in semi-state, one game in state on different weekends. So this is essentially just, like the quarterfinals of the, or like almost like in a Sweet Sixteen and then an Elite Eight, I think. Basically, yeah, yeah, right there at now. So, I, yeah, and I, I'm with you too. Like, there's part of me that like loves the tradition and loves being the old man. Like these kids, they can play. They play games all the time, but like four games in three days to to crown a, a state champion that feels unnecessary. Well, I thought it was ridiculous when. So Monday, this past Monday, I did a doubleheader, of course, at at Henry County. And then those two teams in the semifinal had to come back the next night and play the championship. Like, back-to-back nights? I I mean, I guess that's what they do in the conference tournaments in NCAA, so it's not that much different. Yeah, and I I totally get playing – but, like, the two games in one day just seems a little – I get that it's tradition, but, like – KHSAA, you aren't fooling us with this tradition stuff. You're doing it to save money. They don't want to rent out Rep Arena for another day. That's true. <laughs> you know, that, that, so that's probably what it comes down to. Yeah, it, it, it is what it comes down to. Um, and I'm sure it's exciting as a fan and as a player. It actually might help as a player to like not even think. You know, like you're such in a grind and like like you're in like a a war mode. You know, kind of zone. Like you're just like we're going out here to battle. So I I, I think. From that standpoint, it wouldn't be as bad as we think. Um, but it also kind of stinks, too. You can't even relish, like, I'm playing in a state championship game. It's, no, quick turnaround. You're back at it immediately. So. Hate it. I, I wish it'd be different. But, um, hey, tradition. That's that's how we are in, in the state of Kentucky. <laughs> it's all about tradition. Well, let's go back to John on the Thornton's Texan. 502 414 1450 John here good game day morning to all put me in the game coach baseball's back and I'm loving it hey yeah yeah John congrats Justin maybe I you will get in the tourney now the cats will TCB tonight I don't I don't know what the taking care of business ah there we go I really feel like the cats are about to say you ain't seen nothing yet no 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 baby you just ain't seen nothing yet 
Is that good? No. That was bad. No, that was terrible. That, that little stutter is really tough to, to master. <laughs> this is going to be a nasty beat down by the cats. We will see the cats do a cat attack of dominance tonight. Well, have a great weekend. Gotta go. Talk to you later. If he's calling for the cat attack, that means cats cover the 12. I like it. Meow. Yeah, I've talked myself into the 12 as well. Same. <laughs> no, I'm I'm on board. Oh, it's March, baby. Might as well. Good game day morning here, fellas. It's Alex from Colga. This is a JK47 exclusive text. Wow. Oh, just for you, JK. Congrats to the Hoosier fan that I've to the Hoosier fan that I've ever liked, and I don't even know you personally. LL, happy for you. Hopefully, you y'all are in and you don't have to sweat it out on Sunday. Lastly, Bustin, you'd be proud of me. Last night was a late night with the kids' baseball games. So by the time I had the kids to bed, I had no quote unquote time to make dinner myself. So I ate cookie dough and my cat my kids had goldfish or dinner. C-A-T-S, cats, cats, cats. You got it wrong, Alex. You were supposed to eat the goldfish and have a couple brews with it. It's the only place you messed up. Other than that, I'm proud. The cookie dough does not sound very filling. No. And also, how did you get away with having the cookie dough and your kids didn't like beg for some either? Yeah, if I'm his kids, I'm I'm not happy. <laughs> yeah, I don't don't come Here's on. your goldfish, kids. I'm gonna have some delicious cookie dough. Yeah, that was like when we went to the um Bellerman uh game the other night. Duke got like a slushy for dinner. It was like a slushy and teddy bear graham crackers that we had. And then we, we he had a piece of cheese when we got home. It's just like, you know what? It's whatever. It's just sugar for dinner, but what what could go wrong? What could go wrong? It'll be fine. Just a little sugar. Never hurt nobody. A texter says, I eat meat. I'm a Christian. Yeah. Great text. Yeah. I, I, you know what, though? I, I enjoy abstaining. Like, I, I get a treat. It's like, um, it's kind of like when you have uh, your seasonal holiday. I Like, I'm not a peep guy. But I'm sure that folks only like peeps because they only eat them once a year. Same thing with candy corn. You're, I, don't, I don't know anybody that's eating candy corn in the spring. Kind of like with me, I don't eat a lot of fried fish outside of, like, you know, we'll do a couple of Michael Innings during the summer. Um, but for the most part, I, I, I get my, my fish intake uh, during the spring, and I'm good. I'm good. Don't have to worry about it. See, but when I would always participate in that, you have those Fridays that you forget, and then you just feel that overwhelming sense of guilt about it. Does that ever happen to you or no? You're just a, a pro mean, on every Friday? Like, in college, I didn't care. You know, I was yeah. in my defiant anti-religious phase. So this is like, oh, look at me. I'm eating meat on a Friday. And then it was just like, well, this is like every other day. Who, You know, it yeah. wasn't a big deal. But uh, no, I, I, I very rarely forget just because, I, you know what it is, Justin? I get... I get so excited looking forward to the fish sandwich I'm going to eat on Friday night. That makes sense. So, yeah. Looking forward to that tonight. Don't know where it's going to be yet. So, could be a Moby Dick. Could uh, could be a BA Colonial. If you all haven't been to BA Colonial, free pub for the Colonial Gardens restaurant. They got great seafood there. Great place. All in all. You all should, you should go check it out. Um, Texture. Thorns Texon says, Justin's voice imitation of TJ is classic. He should do one segment about it, uh, it in his own voice. I, I don't know how I did that, if we're being honest. But that first impression I did today of TJ was pretty spot on. Oh, is that? I'll have to work on it. Is that TJ on the phone now? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, TJ's calling in from Vegas. TJ, did you lose all of your money last night? 
Well, I I got to Vegas pretty late and I didn't get a chance to gamble. So we'll try. Oh, what a weenie. What a weenie. (laughs) Just like Aaron Rodgers. Get the hell out of here, TJ. Get the hell out of here. Best quarterback in the NFL. (laughs) (sighs) Kirby, he has two things that he values this Friday. Roush asking everybody to go get a red rocket and Bustin's TJ voice. Keep up the good work, boys, and wish me luck trying to sell the house this weekend. Have a great day, boys. Cats by 90. Oh, you should have asked real estate uh, agent TJ to sell your house. Yep, he could have done it before he left. He, he could have done it. Uh, best of luck trying to – I know it's a pain in the butt to get your house ready to put on the market, but um, w- once you get it ready to rock and roll, TC, I'm sure it'll be flying off. This is this is the time where, where there's moving and shaking, houses being bought and sold, so – uh, best of luck, Kirby, on, on getting your house, getting your house off your hands. Another texture has a great question: Archie Miller <laughs> to U of L. Hmm? I can see it. Hmm? Hmm? Matter, matter of fact, just bring Archie and Sean. Get oh, two head coaches. Wow! Is it, what would be greater: two head coaches who are brothers, or three head coaches that aren't brothers? Three head coaches that aren't brothers. It is basic math. Three is greater than two. <laughs> I'm curious what those guys are going to end up doing, though, as their next step. Yeah, same. Um, I, I can't believe, honestly. And they're not – I don't know. Sean's probably better than Archie. They're not great coaches, but I still am surprised that neither of them have a job. Well, I think – um so so Jeff Capel sticking around for another year at Pitt. They're from Pitt. Sean play or at least Sean Miller played there. Mm-hmm. Archie so, played at NC State. Uh, Sean could get a, Archie was good enough to play at NC State. Yeah. Wow. He just mm-hmm. he's so small. I just he is small. Yeah. He just doesn't look like a bat, an athlete. So that that surprises me. But uh, I think the the thought is that Sean has kept his name out of the violation stuff if he can keep his nose clean for another year maybe pit is the the destination for him archie archie would make sense at a place like georgia who officially fired tom crean yesterday but georgia can't hire back-to-back coaches fired by indiana what does he make sense for a place like georgia though i i i truly and this is not being mean at all towards archie i don't know where his spot is I, his spot's I, at a place where he doesn't have to soak in all the spotlight. Unfortunately, he can either think, go to a football school or a smaller school where he can thrive like he did at Dayton. Cause yeah. they, I mean, they went to two elite eights at Dayton. And, th- <laughs> like th- that. and that's what I was going to say. I think he probably left his spot in Dayton. Yeah. Well, and you know what? He might be able to rediscover it. If Xavier says, Travis Steele, you stink, you know, a big East program, something like that. You know, there's possibilities out there. Well, We'll have to wait and see. I'm not. I'm not sure what other jobs would open up in this coaching cycle. But like Georgetown, you know, I, I know they were once a proud program, and and they that that does soak up all the spotlight. But like, you know, he did well in the Big East, or I guess that was Atlantic Ten. But Big Big East does feel like a decent landing spot and a spot where he could throw. So. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll wait and see as that coaching carousel starts turning faster and faster. Bruce Weber just retired at Kansas State. Um, gosh, I know that that was lost. That, was that a retirement that or a season. mutual parting of ways? That's what that seemed like. Well, yeah. I mean, it was a, I'm getting old. We're, we haven't been good in recent years. I'm going to resign. Slash I don't know why he said resign. He should have just said retire. Like Bruce Pearls or Bruce Weber's not getting another job. 
It, well, I disagree. I don't think Bruce Weber's done at all. I was getting ready to bring that up. Do we see him coaching somewhere else? I think we do. Who wants Bruce Weber as their coach? I mean, who wants half the guys that are He's out? Sixty-five there coaching? years old, like. And his best his best days are far behind. Beheim's damn were, near eighty, and he's coming back for another year. Beheim is an actual good basketball coach. Not this year, he wasn't. Okay, this will be the first sub five hundred year I think they've ever had under him. Like in forty one years, he's been as much as I love to dump on Jim Beheim. You cannot compare him and Bruce Weber. No, you just can't. No, at the end of the day, no, you can't. <laughs> You're right. They're bad. Uh, Syracuse, 16-17. and 17. Yeah, first sub-500 season Sheesh. in the Bayham era. Pretty bad. Crazy. But let's run it back, he says. <laughs> <laughs> um, a texter on the Thornton's text line says, my sister was in Vegas last week and saw these weed frozen drinks. I'm going to need a TJ to review one for us. That would be a really, cannabis- really weird. Yeah, 20-ounce... <laughs> Oh man, this sounds right up Trevor's alley. A twenty, uh, a large, eighteen ounce cannabis drink. They have can of watermelon, can of blueberries, can of natural. So just a weed tasting shake. Pina coladas, green a- green apple sounds disgusting, but it's like frozen machines that you would see at like the margarita place. Like uh, forget what they call those down in New Orleans, where you just kind of they're like self serve. Uh, um. Little slushy machine, slushy bar, yeah. Uh, Fat Tuesday, that's what that place is called. But they have them for weed. That would be so weird to have weed and a drink. Yeah, see, that's what I'm just sitting here thinking. Because when you've got a drink, you're expecting the side effects of alcohol. like an immediate return. You know, yeah. But but then when you start feeling the effects of weed as opposed to alcohol, and you're drinking something, your brain probably gets really confused. Like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, that um. Yeah, I just it doesn't sound like for me. But you know yeah, what? I'm out. We do need I'm a out. review. Let's we'll we'll text that to TJ and make sure he can give us a review. Um, and maybe put it on the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook page. I'm sure he's in, he'll be in the right state of mind to do so. <laughs> uh, TC from Lexington, he's back. Scoots, I feel like it's a missed opportunity to say "come on" or "that's right" instead of roll call while TJ is gone. <laughs> I should have kept that in mind, TC. I, I I did. I missed the opportunity. You're right. Or you just uh, hit them all out. A trifecta. Come on. That's right. Roll call. Roll call. <laughs> oh, a texture on the Thornton's text line says, on this 11th day, on the third month of 2022nd year of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we celebrate the day of birth of our fearless leader, the Louisville patron saint of libertarianism, the highest roller of colors, the talker of sports, second of his name, Terry Jr. Walker. <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> you would have thought that came from TJ himself, but it did not. <laughs> Roush, buddy, I don't have a special text for you, but I still like you. Happy game to you, good sir. Thank you much. Thank you much, Dexter. Well, folks, I... We, we've we've been talking conference tournament hoops. Uh, it was fun yesterday to just kind of soak it all up, especially to have some good day games after we were so deprived of them on Wednesday. It was all garbage. Yesterday was amazing. Now we get to the real show. The real teams are playing. The Cats are in action tonight. Not only are they, are they in action against uh, a Vanderbilt team that can keep us up late night partying, 
watching UK get a big dub, but it's gonna it could be a really fun weekend. And mm-hmm. we've had this conversation multiple times about being deprived. Like, Justin, you got that win yesterday. What let's enjoy this weekend of basketball. We yes. it, it was taken far too soon in the COVID year. That hell, Indiana was probably gonna make the tournament that year. We were uh, they yeah. were at least on the bubble. Um, so you, you after a poopy last season, like guys. We're getting it back. Kentucky is coming back with a vengeance. They're going to get to beat up on some teams that already beat up on them this year. Hopefully, it's Auburn, Tennessee, Vandy. Let's keep it chalky. Let's kick some ass, and let's enjoy this weekend, man. I'm 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 so excited, and I hope you all are are ready to 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 lay some coin down on the cats and and fill in some brackets on Sunday. Monday's show is going to be outstanding. Just recapping. All of the insanity from the weekend, looking ahead, filling in brackets. Man, it's just this is the best time of the year, Justin Kalen. Absolutely. No question about it. Best time of the year. Sucks that we've only got a few weeks left. And and I I'm trying not to think of it that way. Yeah, yeah. You gotta you, you, you gotta you embrace it in the moment. Yeah. You can't already be thinking about it when it's gone. You just gotta enjoy the mayhem while it's here. That's it's it. it's a it's a blitz. It's a you know, quick two, three weeks of just insanity. And Kentucky Roll Call is going to be with you every single step of the way. Uh, TJ's going to be back on Monday, back from Las Vegas. Should we do predictions? To break it all down. But I'm, uh, I, I, cats, cats are winning it all. Cats are bringing back another SEC tournament title. Um, I don't, I don't know how many they have under Calipari, but I feel like it's probably at least six out of 11, maybe seven out of 11. Let's run back. Run it back. That's it. Bring home uh, a dub from Tampa. I'm going to take the Cats tonight. 69-56. They cover the 12. And And John will be doing cat attacks. Score more than that. 75-59. to Big win for the Big Blue Nation down in Florida. Whew, man. Let's have a weekend. Gonna be a fun weekend. Have sure. a weekend, everybody. Enjoy it. It's been great. Thanks so much, Justin. Take us out on a good one. Oh, one of my favorites. Go cats. Beat Vandy. Come on. Yeah.